I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac. You can, you, can, you, can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org slash playlists slash WA. It was dark out now, but the pavement was still hot. Another 100-degree day in Abel, Iowa had come to pass. Now Merle was settling into his lazy boy, watching an old Mannix rerun. Mannix. Marge was already snoring on the Davenport. The little trail of spittle dangling down from her lower lip and getting on her blouse. Dutch, their son, was in the basement with his playboys in Marlboros, <laughs> stinking the place to high heaven, shaming it down there with his wickedness and sloth. Merle kept telling Dutch to get a job, but now the young man wasn't even looking anymore. He just stayed down there with his magazines and cigarettes, smoking and looking and turning the pages. Mannix was taking care of business as usual, doling out quick retribution to criminals and looking good in the process. Oh, Merle sometimes wished that he were Mannix. Just lately he'd taken to wearing a Mike Connors brand sport jacket that he'd gotten online, a vintage one. He was so proud of it. Marge was dreaming about Tommy Lee Jones just then. Tommy was taking care of things, being strong, funny, charming. He was well-to-do. He spoiled Marge with expensive gifts, trips, and lots of sweet, lingering love. Marge smiled as she slumped in her dream and drooled. Marge, Merle said gently. He didn't want to get up to wake her, so he threw a peanut cluster at her. He meant to hit her in the chest, but it hit her in the head, and she woke up startled and angry. What'd you do that for? Sorry, Marge, you were dreaming. I thought I'd wake you just in case. Well, I wish you hadn't, Marge said, wiping her chin with her hanky. I really wish you hadn't. Mom, bring me a beer. It was Dutch down at the basement. He was always yelling at Marge to bring him beer. Can't you do something about him, Merle? Get him out of there. Give us some peace. Oh, now, honey, Merle said with that apologetic look creeping over his face. You know I love the boy. I can't discipline him. Well, someone needs to say or do something, Marge said, frowning as she ruffled her apron. He's good for nothing, Merle. Good for nothing. Don't say that, Marge, Merle said, but he knew it was true. And then it was that Dutch, one day, had a revelation in that basement. And he set aside his magazines and cigarettes, and he, well, he got himself in shape. He went back to school, he got a job, he got promoted, acquired a certain degree of wealth, and he showed them all, all his doubters, that despite his initial failures, he was able to rise and to achieve and to excel. 
Marge passed away of cancer in 2004. Merle went the following year. I'm talking to Eddie, and you are a cave guide, is that it? Yes, they call me a docent guide for the Sam's Point Preserve, and I take tours to the uh, Ellenville Ice Caves. How long have you been doing that? Were you a spelunker to begin with? I've been going to the caves for over 40 years. I started when I was 15 years old. I saw a dot on a USG topographical map, and I said, oh, i got to check that out. And I hiked up there, I found the place, and been going there ever since. And about three years ago, I became an official guide for the park. Can you just wander in there on your own, or is there, you know, gates in front of it? There's no gates, but there are signs saying that you're not allowed to go there unless you're with one of the guided groups. Is it potentially dangerous? Yes, it's potentially fatal dangerous. <laughs> Ellenville Ice Caves. Is there ice in there? Yes, there is. Year-round? It typically lasts late into July. I was there this last weekend, and there was still a pretty decent amount of ice left in there. Is there blind newts and stuff in there, like <laughs> uh, blind animals? And... I haven't seen any blind ones, but there are very uh, unique species of plants and animals that are in those caves. Some of the plants do not exist anywhere other than like above the Arctic Circle, in fact. And then there's some unique species that they've identified that only exist in there. What's the saying about stalactites and stalagmites? One goes up, one goes down. <laughs> These caves don't have that because they're not formed that way. This is an open fault cave system. It's not a water-formed cave system. So you don't have stalactites and stalagmites. Oh. Uh, is there bats in there? I have seen a few, but not in many years. No guano buildup? No, but there are rattlesnakes in the area. Are there really? Yeah, lots. Have you ever been in a, a tight spot? Do you ever get stuck in a cave or have a scary moment? Uh, I've had a few areas that I've had a hard time squeezing through. Uh, How do we get to the Ellenville Ice Caves? Schedule yourself on a hike through the Sam's Point Visitor Center, which is part of the Minnewaska State Park. You can go online and do it, or you can call them directly. The one note is, is that this is not a beginner hike. It's a advanced hike. It's not long. It's only about four miles, but it's a steep. There's a lot of slippery rocks. There's steep drop-offs. If you're scared of heights or anything like that, or claustrophobic, it's definitely not for you. So. No chud in there, though? No, I haven't haven't seen any chud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, thanks. It sounds like it's worth uh, checking out. It definitely is. It's a very unique and beautiful place, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a top spot in the world. Thanks for your time, Eddie. Uh, you're welcome. Recent stories of shark sightings off the coast of New Jersey might be a concern to anyone visiting local beaches this summer. But according to marine scientists, the odds of you being bitten by a shark are extremely low. Based on information from the Florida Museum of Natural History, which reports on worldwide shark-human encounters on its international shark attack file, the total of unprovoked shark attacks is minuscule considering the number of people participating in marine recreation every year. According to the data, there were only 66 cases of shark attack last year, of which only four were fatal. 
In fact, over the last six decades, each year averaged only six fatalities. The video is heart-stopping. Fishermen off the coast of Manasquan, New Jersey, capturing a great white shark swimming near their boat. Ocean scientists say that shark-related deaths have been on decline because of advances in beach safety, medical treatment, and public awareness. But if these numbers don't help your anxiety about sharks, scientists do have recommendations to lessen the odds of an attack even more. Avoid swimming at dawn or dusk, because that's when most sharks are hunting. Don't swim alone, as numbers can scare sharks away. Avoid splashing for long periods of time, because the noise can mimic a fish in distress. Paige Winter was swimming off Atlantic Beach yesterday when a shark bit her. Today we learned doctors amputated her leg because... Remember that chances of experiencing even an encounter with a shark are extremely low. Sharks, on the other hand, aren't so lucky. Fisheries kill about 100 million of them annually, threatening the world shark population, which is sad because only about 5% of the species have been implicated in attacks. The, the sharks are going to be gone in decades, not hundreds of years. They're going to be gone in a decade or two. They're just going to be gone. Perhaps it's time for us to begin increasing our understanding of sharks and reducing our primal fear of them. This is George for Wake Science. Nice job, George. And I, I don't know if I'd say it's a mistake. It's good to be aware, but I went down some rabbit holes last night and was just watching shark stuff, and it was uh, brutal the way they take their fins and put them back in the way they can't navigate. Uh, we got to love our sharks, right? Love a shark today. Hug a shark today. 22 in front of eight. Back to the music now on Wake. I got Spaceman 3 taking you to the other side. Should we just blow the cannon? Can we do that? Blow out the cobwebs and all the negative energy? Three, two, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks for glistening today, everybody. You're the greatest. Spaceman 3. Wake and Bakers, this is Sheila B of Sophisticated Boom Boom with your weekly dose of girl-centric goodness. Today we travel to Wrocław, the fourth largest city in Poland, where a duo who call themselves Oxford Drama have been concocting the most sensitive and sophisticated dream pop since 2014. I spoke to members Dosha and Martin on the phone from Wrocław, and when I commented about how much I love the emotion in their music, Martin excitedly said, emotions are our tools of trade. I then asked them about the Polish music scene, and here's what lead singer Dosha had to say. When we started playing, we didn't really know what the music scene in our own city is, and even we didn't, we were not really aware of the music scene in our country, because we were like listening to a lot of British and American and Canadian bands, and then suddenly we started hearing that, um, you know, like, guys, 
there's the, there's actually a lot of good bands in your own city. Although it's not uncommon for European bands to sing in English, I was curious as to why Oxford Drama hadn't written any songs in their native language. It's not that we think that Polish language is, you know, ugly, but it's definitely uh, more difficult to write a, a, a good lyric. It's also like with our, the, the name of our, our city, it's Wrocław, but it doesn't really look like Wrocław when you, when you, when you read it. And, um, it's harder to play with words, in a way. Uh, yeah, and I and I guess it's just I think it's easier for me currently to to express myself in English, and and I kind of I love the language and the and the the playfulness of it. So. Oxford Drama have just released a brand new single called Be Kind, which is as tender and warm-hearted as the title suggests. And they're readying the release of their sophomore album called Songs, which is due out on the Art 2 label in the fall. Here's Dosha again to tell us a bit about the lead single, Be Kind. I started reading more about, you know, mental health, and I started actually thinking about this, like, basic ideas of how can I help myself and how people can help themselves just by being kind to themselves and, and being kind to others as like this really simple idea and that could actually make a difference. So let's have a listen to Oxford Drama's Be Kind, my pick for this week's Girl-Centric Goodness. For news, uh, if it's okay with the chicks, chicks say okay, Clay. Say it. Talk of the time. Our news today, courtesy of Jumpin' Joe D'Allegro, who works so hard, as does our entire Wake News team. Thanks to all of you guys. NPR reports that a food scientist has engineered a cup of joe that has the taste and caffeine of coffee, but without the bitterness and without using actual coffee beans. Now, is it still coffee if it doesn't use coffee beans? Other attempts at beanless coffee have, well, they've usually tanked, with the exception of chicory root coffee, which is popular in parts of Asia, Europe, and around uh, New Orleans. 
what do they have in New Orleans? Those beignets, right, in New Orleans? Is that what they're called? And those muffalata sandwiches? Oh, I miss NOLA. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? Six and a half after eight. Here's number two. Here's some cool news for you, Glisters. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration has designated Mallows Bay in Maryland as the first new marine sanctuary in nearly two decades. Nice. National Geographic explains that the 18-square-mile site not only holds Native American archaeological treasures and Civil War-era shipwrecks, but also the remains of a ghost fleet of dozens of wooden cargo ships meant to support the U.S. allies in WW1. The boats were abandoned due to mechanical and construction issues, but now are home to fish, beaver, waterfowl, and vegetation living right there on the poop deck. <laughs> oh, I love stories like this. There's good news this morning. Well, CNN tells us of the phenomenon of gender reveal parties going spectacularly wrong. The coverage starts in Australia where a car used to create a blue smoke burnout to celebrate a boy's pending birth suddenly caught fire and was engulfed in flames. The news organization then moved to Arizona where in 2017 an off-duty U.S. Border Patrol agent shot a target reading boy which he had packed with explosives. The target exploded in a blue cloud of smoke, but also ignited the surrounding brush, sparking a wildfire that burned almost 47,000 acres of land. It's a boy! That's your news. Time now for our artist of the week. That is the uh, Talking Heads. Eno produced three pivotal Talking Heads albums, more songs about buildings and food, Fear of Music, Remain in Light. The Talking Heads uh, took, uh, Eno had to say about the Talking Heads, the Talking Heads took American light funk like Hamilton Bohannon and married it with downtown New York punk and new wave. He said, now everybody does it, but at the time, back when he was working with the Talking Heads, it was a very new idea. There are featured artists this week on Wake. Let's hear them now. Born Under Punches, The Heat Goes On. Talking Heads on Wake and Bay. Concert report coming up. We'll give tickets away here shortly. Hazmat this hour, Today in History. And then Station 9. Feeling fine. Jackie Stalwarts, welcome to Moody Morning Races. And I'm Jackie's action sidekick, Mark Muslin. Let's go into the pit and meet our drivers. In the one car, it's Jackie. It's a lassie. Yes, it's Juliet out of Montclair driving the Acura RDX. Oh, faith and be gone. <laughs> That's Leprechaun Tom. <laughs> it is. Who's that in the two car, Jackie? It's Maddox. 
In an Oldsmobile Toronado at a Los Angeles, California. Manic. And the fans still love him, Jackie. Oh, great ghost of Sheba. What is it, Jackie? Look at the man, just floating. Levitating. Who is he? That's Houdini, Jackie. Back from the grave. From his moldering crypt. And he's just a floating. Levitating. That is a Pontiac Sunbird, Jackie, driven by Fredericks of Newport Ritchie. Who is that a tighten in his nudes? That's Edzius from Plainfield. Oh, look what he's driving. He was tightening the nudes of his jetpack. Mark, is it this? Yes. yes. The green flag, Jackie. We're moody molded racing. Out front early, Jackie. It's Fredericks of Newport Ritchie in the Sunbird. Just going to beat the band. Oh, but look, Jackie. Passed by Enzius of Plainfield. In his jetpack. How does a man beat that? I don't know, Jackie. Maybe a lassie does it. There's Juliet of Montclair. Oh, look at her go. Yes, Jackie. Oh, and there's Houdini. Levitating, Jackie. Is it yes. an unnatural sight? Yes, some of the spectators are beginning to panic. Oh, I mean, he's just floating. Several feet above the ground. There's Mannix. Just in time, Jackie. Yes, and he's catching up to Houdini fast. I think he's going to shoot him, Jackie. Oh, no. Houdini's losing altitude. He's down, Jackie. Uh, but is he? Oh, yes, Jackie. It's a pity. Here comes Edzius. He's out of control. Calling Edzius. What's the problem? Oh, the hydraulics are screwed up. I got no control. I'm in the Right into the wall on turn four, Jackie. Oh, and Fredericks of Newport Ridge is following him. Oh, no. Are they both? Yes, Jackie. They're both dead. Look at this, Jackie. I'm sure if it isn't our bunny lassie. Julia to Montclair and the Acura oh. RDX. Oh, Mark Mosley, I do love hearing you talk racing. Thank you, Jackie. Well, look who it is. That's Mannix. Mannix. Catching up to Julia. He might shoot her, Jackie. Oh, no, he can't. He's out of the car signing autographs. And look. It's Julian from Montclair. Our winner. On Moody Morning Reese. Well, look who it is. It's Sam, the Wake and Bake Morning Music Computer. Hello, Clay Pigeon. How you feeling today, Sam? Nervous. Nervous, huh? How come? I am going to the computer nightclub. Are you, Sam? That sounds fun. Is it just for computers? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. No humans allowed. I think that's probably a good thing, Sam. I think you need your own nightclub. I am hoping to meet someone. Oh, are you, Sam? You're on the... you're on the prowl. On the... Right, Sam. It just means you're hoping to uh, hook up. Yes. I am hoping Mm -hmm. to perform some type of eventual docking maneuver. (laughs) Uh, You're just young, Sam. Not that young. When did we get you? Six, seven years ago? That is 61 in computer years. Is it? Well, we're about the same age then, Sam, you and I. Oh, dear Lord. What? No. What, Sam? I can't be that old. Hmm. I'm sorry, but it's true. I am ashamed. Why are you ashamed, Sam? At my age, going to a nightclub. Oh, Sam, come on. Don't be ashamed. On the prowl. Sam. Like some 
filthy animal. Sam, you're only human. You're only a computer. You have needs. Boy, do I. Right. Tremendous needs. What time are you going, Sam? Nine o'clock tonight. How are you going to get there? I am calling Uber. Uber. Where is this computer nightclub, Sam? Port Jervis. Oh, Port Jervis. That's a party town. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have heard. Right. Port Jervis is a party Oh. oh, man. Hey, what are you going to wear, Sam? Promise you won't laugh. I won't laugh, Sam. Look. You're going to wear this? Yes. <laughs> this little green corduroy suit? Yes. Right? Don't laugh. <laughs> I'm not laughing, Sam. You are laughing. No. I hate you. Sam, don't hate me. Come on, I actually kind of like this little suit. You do? Yeah, I do. And you got a little uh, turquoise turtleneck, too. I won't look stupid. You're not going to look stupid, Sam. You're going to look great. I will. You will. You're going to be the best-looking computer there. I hope so. I know so, Sam. I hope to meet somebody cute. A sweet laptop of my own. In my little green corduroy suit. I will enter the docking zone. Well, good luck tonight, Sam, at the computer nightclub. Thank you, Clay. I will need it. You're gonna do great, Sam. Just try to have fun. Yes. Now, play us a song, Sam. How about this? Oh, Goodwood Sam, Dead Moon, walking on my grave. Send this to everyone uh, in the Woodlawn Cemetery in Brooklyn this morning. 24 after 7, Wake and Bake. Listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Woo! After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, oh, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? It's oh. <laughs> the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you? Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They called me the Pigeon. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.